0: Welcome to Day 220 of Shaped by the Word, our third season together. Uh, We've done uh, the story of the New Testament and the story of Scripture, doing the story of the prophets and the story of the prophets are the natural bridge uh, from the Old Testament to the New Testament. And uh, part of that bridge is we see very vividly both the judgment of God and the promised salvation of God that comes together in the prophets. Uh, This week uh, we are in Jeremiah as he, uh, you know, takes a lens and he zooms out a little bit and he's no longer looking at the sins of Israel and God's judgment on Israel and restoration of Israel, but he's looking on the sins of the nation and his eventual restoration of the nations, you know, as well. But uh, these are uh, judgment pronouncements and, uh, you know, they are very hard. We pick up on our second day of judgment pronouncements against Moab, the bitter enemy of Israel. So uh, we start in, in verse 20. Uh, before we do, let's prepare our hearts to hear the word of the Lord and uh, f- for him to do his work in and through it, knowing that these are the Old Testament scriptures, you know, that Paul said are, are there to make us wise uh, in, in regard to salvation that has come in Christ Jesus, and also that were written down as examples for us on whom the fulfillment of the ages has come. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that you have gifted us with the parts that are pleasant to read, and uh, just by their very poetry and beauty, they restore our souls. We also thank you for the parts that are hard to read because they challenge the dark places of our souls. Help us to hear your word. Help us to receive it. Uh, May you, through your spirit, do your work in us uh, to conform us to the image of Christ Jesus uh, for your glory, for our joy and for the hope of those around us it's in your holy name we pray amen we'll pick up in uh, chapter 48 verse 21 and judgment has come to the plateau to holon Jehaz, to mephahat to debon to nebo to beth dibblotham to Kiriathaam, beth gamel and beth maon to carry and to basra to all the towns of moab far and near Moab's horn is cut off, her arm is broken, declares the Lord. Make her drunk, for she has defiled the Lord. Let Moab wallow in her vomit. Let her be an object of ridicule. Was not Israel the object of your ridicule? Was she caught among thieves that you shake your head and scorn whenever you speak of her? Abandon your town and dwell among the rocks, you who live in Moab. Be like a dove that makes its nest in the mouth of a cave." We've heard of Moab's pride, how great is her arrogance, her insolence, her pride, her conceit, and the haughtiness of her heart. I know her insolence, but it is futile, declares the Lord, and her boast accomplished nothing. Therefore, well over Moab, for all Moab, I cry out. I moan for the people of Kir Harasheth. I weep as Jazer weeps, you vines of Sibna. Your branches spread as far as the sea. They reached as far as Jazer. They destroyed the following and your ripened and. The destroyer has fallen on your ripened fruit and grapes. Joy and gladness are gone from the orchards and the fields of Moab. I've stopped the flow of wine from the presses. No one treads them with shouts of joy. Although there were shouts, there are not shouts of joy. The sound of their cries from Heshbon to Elah, to Jahaz, to Zorah, to Hranaim, to Eglath shelish Iha. Uh, you can say it many times. It'll turn out the same, different every time. For even the waters of Nimrim are dried up. In Moab, I'll put an end to those who make offerings in the high places and burn incense to their gods, declares the Lord. So my heart laments for Moab like the music of a pipe. It laments like a pipe for the people of Kir Harashath. The wealth they acquired is gone. Every head is shaved and every beard cut off. Every hand is slashed and every waist is covered with sackcloth. All on the roof of Moab and all in the public squares there is nothing but mourning, for I have broken Moab like a jar that no one wants, declares the Lord." How shattered she is, how they well, how Moab turns her back in shame. Moab has become an object of ridicule, an object of horror to all those around her. This is what the Lord says. Look, an eagle is sweeping down, spreading its wings over Moab. Kirath will be captured, and the strongholds taken, and that day the hearts of Moab's warriors will be like the heart of a woman in labor. Moab will be destroyed as a nation, because she defiled the Lord, terror and pit and snare away to your people, Moab declares the Lord. Whoever flees from the terror will fall into the pit. Whoever climbs out of the pit will be caught in a snare. For I'll bring on Moab the year of her punishment, declares the Lord. In the shadow of Heshbon, the fugitives stand helpless. For a fire has gone for out from Heshbon ablaze from the midst of Sion. It burns the foreheads of Moab and the skulls of the noisy boasters. Woe to you, Moab! The people of Chimash are destroyed. Your sons are taken into exile and your daughters into captivity. Yet... I will restore the fortunes of moab in the days to come declares the lord here ends the judgment on moab and it'd be harder to i get to have more You know, violent uh, images of judgment Uh, than the images that you've had here—a fire coming out from Heshbon that will burn the foreheads of everyone who has boasted—and of course all the other language that you have here. But just in one brief sentence, you see the grace of the Lord. Yet I will restore her fortunes; not her fortunes will be restored. Mm -hmm. And then there's just you know that nice little line, and and of course it's a prophetic line, so it it doesn't really mean everything I'm bringing to it. You know, here ends the judgment. Mm -hmm. You know of Moab. Uh, here ends the oracle of judgment for Moab, but also with God restoring her fort- fortunes. Here ends judgment uh, with Moab.
1: You know, again we're continuing that you know, note of judgment on Moab. We've seen Moab trust in its riches, its wealth. It's trusted in its own its own God, and, and yet you see, continue to see it trust in its own strength and its own pride. And the Lord says, "I'm going to cut down all of those things." Where is your wealth? You know, where is your power? The horn's been cut off, and you know, throughout the Old Testament, you see that image of a horn being, you know, the Lord is the one who raises the horn of David. the You know, it's that strength and the, the power. And he says, even the very things you trust in, I will I will cut down. And and we we see that a lot of times when it comes to judgment is it's this great reversal with the things that we really do boast in are the very things that we get judged for and get cut down.
0: And, and again, you know, when our hearts are set on idolatry, the idolatry, you know, the God we worship uh, does, you know, produce in us a character. And the character, you know, is described as insolence and arrogance and, and boasting mm-hmm. and, and self-confidence. Uh, you know, we, we smugly look at everything around us and think that somehow we're responsible for the good things in our life and the great things that we have, that we've acquired them for ourselves. And uh, we're reminded of, you know, what uh, you know God said to you, uh, you know the people of Israel before they went in and and took the land. He said, the day will come when you live in towns that you did not build and you reap from vineyards that you did not plant. And uh, when you are, you know, when you sit down and are fat and happy, don't forget the Lord your God because he is the one who has given you the power even to do all of these things. And, And Paul would later say, you know, to the Corinthians, you know, what do you have that you've not been given? And if you have been given it, why do you bust and brag as though you had not? And it's just a sense of arrogance that puts us at the center rather than God at the center. And that, that's the heart of idolatry. But it does produce in us a, a, a bitter character mm. as well, a sense of judgmentalism, a sense of uh, accomplishment on our own, arrogance, pride.
2: And when we think of – A list of – You know, that it takes me, you know, to Jesus and – his teachings and how he invites us you know yeah the the nations are the ones full of pride and arrogance and and the haughty hearts and and yet he invites us to something so completely different like hey you want to be first then be last you want to be greatest be a servant you know take up your cross die the self and and yet we have those tensions just raging in our hearts every day of, of fighting that and and we know the invitation of Christ to be this type of people. And yet some people do look at, you know, Christians in the church and see that pride and the arrogance and the us and them. And rather than seeing what Christ has invited us to be as his people, to live in such a different way, which again, isn't something we do in our own strength, but it's his spirit at work in us as we yield to him and, and let him do that work of changing our hearts and changing us. And, and I want more of that in my life and in the church and, and yeah. for what we're known for in our city.
0: Well, when you know, Jesus, you know, sat down to teach, you know, the first words out of his mouth are blessed are you who are poor in spirit. And, and of course that is the opposite of what you, you see here. Uh, you've recognized your deep need and, and, and the lack of anything that you can provide for yourself, you know, to answer that <laughs> deep need. Mm-hmm. And then he follows that, you know, blessed are you are those who are poor in spirit, blessed are you who are mourned, blessed are you who are meek. Unless are you who bring peace and all of these, you know, very much opposite of what we, what we see in ourselves, Mm. you know, apart from God and what we see, of course, in in other people apart from God and what God is judging, Mm. you know, the nations for.
1: But there's hope. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things as we've been reading this week, you know, we didn't see this for the Philistines. You just, it ends on a message of judgment for them. And yet with Moab, you get that. You, know, you mentioned um, just a few minutes ago. Yet I will restore the fortunes of Moab in days to come, declares the Lord. Here ends the judgment. But this is this is what we all uh-huh. hope in is yes, restoration will come. And how does it come? It doesn't come by Moab. You know, just yeah. kind of fixing themselves up and saying, "Okay, well, we're done with the treasure and the wealth and the pride and the boasting." It's the Lord Himself says, "I'll be the one to restore."
0: Well, and, and of course, if you're in the nation of Israel, to whom this prophecy, you know, was was written. Um, you know there, there's a there's a bit of bitterness there but there's also even a greater hope there you know the bitterness is how could you forgive our enemies yeah you know how could you forgive you know those who have you know caused us such you know deep grief and that's deep pain who have you know ridiculed us and it was right there in the middle of you look at you know Israel if she were just a you know a pack of thieves and, and all of that but then uh, the even greater hope is if God you know can forgive his the bitterest of his enemies, then uh, he can forgive us. There are no limits to his grace. If he can restore Moab, he can restore Israel. Mm -hmm. And if he can restore Israel, he can restore us. Mm -hmm. David, why don't you close us with a word of prayer. Have you closed every session this week? so Yeah, man, loving it. Why not? Let's just keep (laughs) doing that. Trifecta. Yeah
2: father how crazy is that that you can restore even the worst of enemies uh, we see that all throughout scripture apostle paul all throughout the new testament even with us and so father thank you for your your heart to restore thank you for the grace and we know that that restoration comes at a great cost to you through christ uh, may our hearts behold him today we pray praise all in his name amen